Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light, yeah. Relationships are not my forte. <laughs> See if someone grabbed up my wife for saying completely different ballgame. I'll walk away from me and this has been like a therapy session. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with Ben Davison in Sheffield ahead of a big night on tomorrow night. But first and foremost, I've got to say congratulations on the birth of your, your daughter, man. Uh, I mean, those sleepless nights, it's like a little respite for you having a little long lie in the morning, is it? Oh, for sure. I remember training camps with Tyson whenever we'd go away. He'd wake up and say, it's the best night's sleep I've had in years. And I used to think, I don't know what he's going on about, but... Now I know what he means. Now you know, yeah. Now you know. Uh, it's a different kind of love, isn't it? It's, 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 a, it's an amazing feeling. Like, ah, my daughter was born in February there, so it's, it's absolutely unreal. But we're in Sheffield. You've got uh, Shabazz Masood. He's got a very, very tough fight against Jack Bates. And, and like I said to you a little bit off, cam- off camera there, that if you're a pure boxing fan, if you're a purist and you love the art form of boxing, these two young lads have the skill set to make a great fight. I think they're... they're, they're, they're their styles are going to gel tomorrow night and it's a great fight and credit to the young boy, young men for putting their O on the line so early. It's not for a British title, it's a final eliminator. They didn't need to do this but they did so credit to both fighters first and foremost. Yeah, for sure, 100%. They're both dedicated athletes. Um, I think that both guys are just absolutely desperate for an opportunity to, to showcase their skills and uh, this is the opportunity that's popped up for both of them. So. I think they've both took it with, with both hands. Obviously, Shabazz is your man, but with that being said, what is the deciding factor in this fight for you? I just think Shabazz is a lot more layered. Um, obviously, I don't want to go into to, to too many details, but um, I think Shabazz is going to shock a lot of people tomorrow. Obviously, in the sense of winning, but I think in the fashion and how he goes about the job. Go back to yesterday as well. I mean, there was there was so much respect between the fighters, and then yesterday it just seemed to, even at the press conference, there was there was respect there. But then that head to head, something just popped off. Um, you might have been in the earshot. I spoke to both fighters. They've gave two different versions of of what was said and what was done. But were you in the earshot? And what was the the catalyst to that? I just think that both, like I said, both lads are dedicated athletes. A big opportunity for both of them. Builders a 50-50 fight. I think that no, both guys. It's the first time they're in for both guys a real 50-50 um, fight, and I think that neither guy really wants to. Probably in their mind, they're thinking, "I don't want to lose an edge. I want to, you know, win the battle of the press conference and win the battle of this and win the battle of that." But obviously, as you experience that more and more and more, um, less, you know, you just get a little bit more composed in moments like that and. You know, your focus isn't so much on those type of winning those type of battles, but um, 
I think that that's all it is. You know, there is respect. Of course, there's respect. Um, and 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 it's, it's it's a competitive nature, and they're getting in there to fight tomorrow. So, of course, there's there's going to be a little bit of 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 that back and forth. But um, you know, after the bell, it'll all be respect. It's hard to when you you interview a fighter. It's hard for them for you to ask the question of what's next. But as a coach, Marjo, I can ask you because no doubt you have a plan in your head where you want your bats to go now. Final limited for the British title, Liam Davis has that title. Liam Davis looks like he's going to be fighting for the European, I think, in a couple of weeks' time. Absolutely, yeah. Baluti, yeah. Which is a tough fight, believe it or not, because we all know Baluti, how, how dangerous... I've been sparring a lot. He's, yeah. a, he's often... He's a very, very good fighter and dangerous fighter. So, let's say Liam does get through Baluti, man. It's not just the British title that Shabazz, it looks like it's going to be the European as well, if all going well for, for Liam on that night. So, that's going to be a sort of like a double win there for him if he does get a shot at both titles and stuff like that and that European level normally propels you at a world level is Shabazz ready for that? Yeah I think that um, the time frame Shabazz had a box for a little while I think it was March was his last fight good stoppage there I think that the the progress that he's made since that fight in March has been huge and I think that has took him from what I believe where he was to be British level around that sort of sort of uh, around that sort of level at that time to what I believe to now is he's, he's at fringe world level and I believe that this is an opportunity for him to, to show that tomorrow. Shabazz told me yesterday, he's like, uh, I'll fight anybody, just give me the name, I'll fight him, but lucky I've got Ben yet. Sort of like, calm me down a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm paraphrasing there, but um, when you look at that, that super bantamweight division at world level, when you've got Stevie Fulton, Lewis Neary and Ahmed Aliyev, I think he's there and thereabouts and Anui might be popping his head in that division very, very shortly. I mean, it's a it's a tough division for Shabazz to become that world champion and fulfil his dream, isn't it? Yeah, I think Shabazz is on fringe world level. I think in moments his uh, his skill set is elite. In moments, I think that um, to but but to 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 be at that level, you have to consistently and constantly be producing that level of work and I think that for him to be able to do that the next steps are the right type of fights at the right time to develop certain areas of, of his game that we want to work on and we want to improve and for him to gain experience he's only had 10 fights um, but he's more than capable of doing so I'm saying all of this of obviously not looking past Jack the focus is purely on Jack but obviously it's my job to know what areas and, and where Shabazz's development needs, needs to be You've got a busy stable, you've got a, a big, big stable, you've got Pat McCormack, you've got Lee Wood there, there's other fighters in that gym, it's, so it's a busy, busy time for you. It looks like all going well for you, 2023 is going to be a busy, busy year for you, but a quick word on Pat McCormack and Lee Wood and the, the rest of the boys in the gym. Yeah, Pat McCormack, Mark Dickinson, they're both boxing November 26th on the, on the match from Dillian White card. Lee Wood, we're still waiting to hear from the WBA. Lee McGregor has had a few things personally, um, going on in his life that he wants to, to get right and put right um, and we're in the process of that um, Luke McCormack got some paperwork issues there that we're sorting out but hopefully that should be sorted out by the end of the year um, Chris Congo looks like he should soon get a European title shot I think he'll be boxing before the end of the year 
Billy Joe Song is obviously training in the gym and he's just ticking over. Uh, whether he, he, he's in Sheffield, right? Is he? I see, I see. Yeah, he's, he's come. He wants to watch Shabazz. Um, he's a big fan of Shabazz. Um, he's just ticking over, uh, seeing, you know, falling back in love with the sport, seeing what he wants to do. Um, like I said, it's a big stable. You're probably looking for it. Like, which fans have I got? So it's a big stable. Yeah, Will Coley. Hopefully, we'll get him out before the end of the year again as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just making sure I haven't really missed anyone <laughs> out. I know Jamie Takiva, he's boxing, I think it's Sunday the 27th, the day after Pat and Mark. Um, sorry about that, these keep jumping in. Um, yeah, also we've got Royston Barney-Smith, he's boxing on the Tyson Fury card. Uh, Frank Warren's doing a fantastic job with him over on BT Sport. Had a prime slot last time. Um, with a with a fantastic knockout, making a bit of a statement. So uh, yeah, busy, busy. Sorry, one second. Oh, I'm more so training with Barry, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gym. Like I said, it's a it's a big stable. I think I seen some content you put up, and it was like a, a circuit training. You had it looked ramped, whatever it was. There was people on the assault bike here, there, and everywhere. I was like, how do you keep up with it all? Yeah, no, it's it's good, you know, they all have their own time slots, so, but then sometimes I will partner them together if I want someone to work on something specifically and his style will help him um, work on that or develop that, so, yeah, they, they all work with each other um, and that's brilliant, you know. For example, today I've had Mark doing some drills with Pat because certain things Mark can replicate that I, I want Pat to work on, so, they, and and that's 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 what... I really love about the culture and the atmosphere and the environment of the gym is that obviously they all want to be the best that they can be but they're more than happy to also accommodate and do a little bit extra to help their teammate out to do extra reps uh, extra time spent in the gym um, to, to, to help bring each other on and when whenever someone's got a fight coming up they're more than, help, more than happy to to replicate something inspiring that I want to assist in in live scenario drills that I want them to do so you know it's, it's a fantastic environment looking at 2023 if you're going off with what I've heard from Ben Shalom today and Paul Smith and what I've heard from the WBC convention what I saw from the WBC convention 2023 is looking possibly it's the year of the big fights and I'm going to rattle off some some big fights to you and get your opinion on it Ben uh, Paul Smith and I spoke to him today he, he sort of had an incline at this fight and Ben Shalom seen an interview with Raza he said the fight is done it will be in 2023 Chris Eubank Jr versus Liam Smith it's a fight as a selfish boxing fan that I am I'm looking forward to that fight I can see knockdowns I can see cuts whatever in that fight I can see it all your thoughts on that fight itself yeah I mean the thing is with Eubank is we don't. I don't really know how we would approach these these fights. And the talk of the Conor Ben fight, the talk of this Liam Smith fight. I think that that will obviously have an impact. You know, a lot of volume previously. Um, and when I look at that style matchup with the Eubank that is so heavily reliant on volume, um, Liam is a very underrated fighter, a very efficient fighter. And if you are someone, he will love someone to, to be working at that pace and for him to consistently apply pressure. When he boxed Canelo, there was huge chunks of the fight where he was backing up Canelo. Um, 
that's a brilliant fight, fantastic fight. But then obviously when we saw Eubank box against Liam Williams, he was a lot more, a lot more, used his lead hand a lot more. Yeah, but obviously the jab was there a lot more, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, oh, I wouldn't say Eubank was just a pure, I'm going to come forward, come forward, come forward, come forward consistent steady pressure type fight because there was moments even before when he used volume that he would back up and initiate um, engagement by going on the counter follow up by going first and the volume would ramp up but um, yeah brilliant fight so but for me to uh, you know I don't know how I haven't looked at it enough to say I think this person will win or that person will win Alright, you'll probably give me a win on this one then. The WBC have ordered Andrew Ruiz against Deontay Wilder to, for the winner to get a crack at Tyson Fury. Again, if you're looking at this as a selfish point of view, you're always wanting Andy Ruiz to get the win because a fourth fight against Wilder. Does, is that, does anyone want to see that? Maybe they do because the last two fights were good fights, but Andy Ruiz brings something different to the table. So looking at that, that fight itself, again, Shorter man and Andy Ruiz against the big right hand of Wilder. How do you see it? Really hard to say uh, with Deontay Wilder. I'm obviously a big fan of Deontay Wilder. I just don't know how the effects of those fights. I don't know the effects of those fights on him mentally. I personally thought, obviously it was over in the first round, but in that Hellenius fight, I felt like he looked uncomfortable. Um, I think that one of his biggest problems is when people say that he can't box going backwards is the break in the base while he's being pushed back. I feel like that has slowly gotten worse and worse and worse and now he's actually in a position where he's deciding to break his base by going on the back foot. It wasn't a slick, not to be critical, but I didn't feel like it was a slick, I'm going to break my base to encourage someone to throw to bring him onto something I feel like it was just a, in the heat of the moment I'm going to throw something out there because you're about to throw at me and, and, and he landed so I don't know where he's at mentally if he's still able to perform at the level we were seeing before and the same I haven't watched Andy Ruiz against Chris Ariola to be honest and the last time I saw him box would have been Anthony Joshua in, in, in that rematch and that wasn't very impressive, but it looks like I'm always seeing videos of Andy Ruiz pop up on social media of him training and that, so of course, again, listen, action-packed, both guys can punch, both guys are quick. Um, it'd be interesting to see how, how that fight plays out. I'll rephrase that question then. What fight would you rather see? Fury Ruiz or Fury Wilder 4? Um... <laughs> Probably Fury Wilder 4. Really? I just the last one was extremely entertaining. There's so much back and forth and clash of personalities. I don't think the build-up would be anything like um, the same as Fury Wilder as it would be with with Ruiz. So yeah, I'll probably just go with with Fury. Even though I'm not that fussed on seeing that fight, the fight that I want to see is Usyk and Tyson, Joshua and Tyson. And I echo that as well. But the Betty Hearn says that there was a possibility of Joshua fighting Wilder. Oh, I I, as a coach, as a manager, you, you've managed fighters, you've coached fighters, you've, you've been through training camps with fighters. Now, put your, your, your coach hat and your manager hat on right now. If you were managing Joshua, 
would you put Joshua in with Wilder right now after two back-to-back -back losses against Usyk or would you let him gel with his team first, get a couple of wins under his belt and then go for Wilder? How would you approach that fight? I think it depends on what the fighter wants to do and where the fighter's at mentally. Like I said, my tune's not all of a sudden going to change. I don't know where Deontay Wilder is at mentally and if he is hesitant... Um, if he's hesitant in front of, you know, Anthony Joshua because of previous experiences and he's not quite in the same state like before, very explosive when he threw, he committed. If he was hesitant in front of Anthony Joshua, there's a good chance that he gets, that Joshua lands something substantial and obviously both guys carry the power to land clean and, and finish the fight in that moment. But with that said, if Deontay Wilder goes in there confident and, commit, and commits to to his attacks, his change of pace is that sharp, it's hard for, for these heavyweights to deal with. Gun to your head then, Joshua Wilder, who wins? I genuinely haven't got, <laughs> I genuinely haven't. It's a gun to your head Ben. Fuck. I can't say because <laughs> I, I genuinely, like I feel like we need to see Deontay Wilder more than whatever it was, two minutes of what we saw against Hellenius to actually have an understanding of where he's at because I've got no idea where he's at and nothing against I just I just thought he looked very uncomfortable in that Hellenius fight and maybe that's what he needed maybe he needed something like that and I thought that after the mm. fight I thought he needed that he needed that confidence maybe that's what he needed to you know mentally get himself back in the position he needs to be to be the Deontay Wilder we knew before. After two back-to-back -back losses against Tyson and the whole accusations and stuff thrown at him and I think... And a long time yeah. out of the ring after that as well mm. and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's getting older as well. Well, the heavy, light heavyweight division is on the scene right now. Cam Smith has been ordered to face the winner of Yard versus Bertabiev. Um Does Yard beat Bertabiev or is Bertabiev just that too good and too strong? I hate giving like predictions now. I know Anthony Yard and I like him, but Terbiev is an absolute monster. I wish Anthony Yard all the best. I'll be back in Anthony Yard. So hopefully he can he can come out and be victorious. And I know you spoke about the, the split with Josh Taylor and yourself in a previous interview. Um but the Jack Cattle rematch it's been going on for a long time now. I know both fighters want it. Um it's looking like that's gonna be in, into next year now, the rematch. Do you have an inkling when that, that might be here in February? And what does Josh have to do differently, if anything? I've heard February the 4th. Um, and in terms of what does Josh need to do differently, I think it's wrong for me to comment what I think because that would then, you know, yeah. th there's probably an element of impact that I've had on, on, uh, on that. I wouldn't want to give anything away of... of what Josh's thoughts are, what my thoughts are, um, and what how, what effect that they might have on on his approach to the fight. You know, I think it's, a, it's probably not the right thing to do for me to have a comment on that. Um, but what I will say is, I think 100%. You know, Josh's preparation for that fight was extremely very far from from ideal for a number of different reasons. But at the same time, it's very important that you don't neglect. Mm things that Jack done well and the things that Jack is good at um, and brush that to one side without addressing those things so um, I'm hearing that's February the 4th I thought I saw but um, 
listen, like I said before in the interview before, I really get on well with Josh. I haven't got bad words to say and we still get on, we still speak. Um, and I've, you know, I pride myself on that being the situation whenever I've not worked with fighters or parted ways with fighters because um, I always sit here and preach and say things like I don't do it for money and and often my opinion is that a lot of fighters and coaches fall out because it boils down to money and etc etc but um, this isn't that situation and even when it is that situation I don't do this for money so if a fighter feels that way or a coach feels that way it you know if you genuinely do like each other that should not change you know and um, I, I still of course want Josh to go out there and, and be victorious like I said to you 2023 it looks like if nothing ever goes swimmingly in boxing as, as you well know Ben's but 2023 looks like especially that that first quarter first third of the year looks like we're going to get some good fights if these fights get made and if everything goes to plan so to speak but again one final word on Shabazz because we're here in Sheffield for Shabazz against Jack Basin. Well, you're here for Shabazz. Um, one final word on that fight and why should people tune in to Fight TV to witness, uh, if you're a pure boxing fan, a great fight? Yeah, I think you've got um, the type of fights that people are always screaming for, prospects to fight each other along the way on their build-up to take these 50-50 fights. And that's what we've got here, so you've got to credit both guys, as we said earlier on in this interview. Um, but I also think that we've got We've got a fighter in Shabazz that um, has more than the potential to, to just become the next world champion um, from Britain and, and from the Asian community as well. Um, and you know, it's, we should get back, get behind both of these guys uh, for for the reasons that we said about taking the fights along the way. And um, I think it'll be a great fight as well. So tune in and uh, may the best man win. There we go. Ben, as always, thank you so much, man, and uh, enjoy those uh, long, long lies in the morning, mate. Thanks very much, Ben. Cheers. Cheers, mate. I'm going to share something with you that might put me in a very negative light yeah. relationships are not my forte see if someone grabbed up my wife and saying completely different ballgame I'll walk away from here and this has been like a therapy session Sports Social Podcast Network